When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Gabby Reese Show. It's all an experiment. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. My guest today is Laird Hamilton. Some of you may know Laird as a big wave rider or a waterman, I think he would prefer. Uh, he also happens to be my husband, and on this particular day will be our 23rd wedding anniversary, and we actually met uh, 25 years ago to the day. And I thought it would just be fun to have a conversation with Laird about some of the lessons we have learned and continue to learn as a couple and as individuals, and maybe some of the things that we've done that have worked, some of the things that didn't work. And we always acknowledge that people can be in relationships a million different ways. And we just had a nice, fun conversation about how we've done it so far. So I hope you enjoy the conversation. Laird Hamilton, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, Hard for, to get away from this show. I know, I'm I mean, sorry. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like, in the house. Because you'd have to get away from me. Yeah, and, um, and okay. the house. And yeah. yeah, I know. I appreciate you doing this. And this is why I'm having you do this. Um, this is a few days before, but by the time people are listening to this, this is actually our anniversary. It will be on the day of our anniversary. We will have been married 23 years and we will have met exactly 25 years ago. I'm just glad you remember that. Do you? <laughs> it's now become ha half my life, Laird. Um, the reason I wanted to talk to you, because I know that, you know, people a lot of times ask, how do we, have we stayed together for this many years? And um, I know sometimes it feels like. I don't know. Just a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> and then I know it might feel like an eternity certain days, as they do. Um, I just thought it'd be important maybe to hash it out and just talk about maybe a couple of the lessons we've learned along the way. And I just, I want to remind people that I'm well aware that you can do it a million different ways. So I honor that 100%. We're sharing our story. Maybe some of the lessons we've learned from banging our head against the wall and having three daughters. I'll give you guys the scenario that I met Laird. I was interviewing Laird for a show I did called The Extremists. And um, I'm, I'm typically a very professional person. I don't try to pick up on the talent and um, full disclosure, Laird and his then wife, Maria, who has become my family over 25 years, were, I would say, going through a hard time in your relationship and maybe prior to that. And uh, you had a very young daughter who is also now my daughter, Isabella, who was four months old. And uh, typically I'm not an impetuous person, I would say. And, I, and your 
not a person who's really looking for that kind of trouble. You're looking for is us. this is this whole thing going to be good for our relationship right now? Yeah. Okay. No, good. I'm just giving people. I'm setting the table because I think sometimes people go, "Oh, they they it's so easy and they've had it all." Needless to say, on paper, it was really a bad idea. And um, here we are. Yeah. And, you know, you're not a flirtatious person. I'm actually not a flirtatious person. So it was all very interesting, us getting together. And, um, you know, let's maybe just talk about some of the lessons that you have learned. Because I feel like you've been very tempered by by your maturity. And I, so when I say that, it's that you've gotten stronger and, and more efficient, not beaten down. I agree with that. That 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 that's part of it. Never give up. That's part of it. I agree. Never surrender. I agree. Oh, that's part of the lessons. Yeah, agreeing. I think that's important. I think I think being I think agreeing is a big is a big because at a certain point you have to decide you know wh- what's more important you know being right or being happy. <laughs> yeah, but let's preface that by saying you're, you know, Laird, you're not a doormat. No, I, no agree, I, I'm, I'm saying that. I'm that most times that, it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that we, I think that that all of us have a tendency to maybe make things more important than they are and then create situations out of things that really are probably not that important that if they had reacted differently, I think it would have made it a different situation. So I think that that's something that, I think it just, I've tried to learn as I try to, you know, experience life and look at other people and things that I admire about them and how would I like to be. And I just, that's one of them. I just don't want to, I mean, I'm upset when the guy goes really slow down the road and in the left-hand lane, you know, and, and doesn't watch where he's going. Uh, but, but it's, but I think you have to choose like what to, and especially in a relationship, I think you have to choose, you know, is it, is it worth it to, to certain things are just not, uh, they don't warrant the kind of energy that we give them and they turn into bigger things than they would actually be if we just let them go, like let them go because they're not worth, you know, and then when the things are important, then you, you, you know, you don't let go. Yeah, that's right. But you, uh, like when, you know, sometimes people maybe you can hear that and think, oh, well, do you process it through and just be like really genuinely let it go? Do you have a technique of doing that? Is that maybe why you train so many hours a day? I, it's yeah. like, yeah, well, no, I mean, you're I not think saying eating it because you're not no, an eat it person. No. You're a person who always speaks their mind. So do you have a way of just being like, well, huh. one of them, one of them is, is delay, like delay the reaction. D- just think about it and just, and delay responding out of complete emotion. Because I just think that that seems to never be good. I think if you just if you just think about it and wait, it always seems to lose a little thunder. Like it loses a little. You're just kind of like, and then your present, you know. And then when when you do present it, then it's something that you probably presented a lot more honestly than you would have if you just would have reacted. Because you're gonna a reaction usually is an over movement. I mean, right. <laughs> so that's why it's called a reaction. You know, right. you're over move, and then you're like. That wasn't productive. So I think w- delay, delaying response to things and thinking about it. And um, But you're not saying ignore your feelings. No. And you're not saying sweep things under the carpet. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, I think you need to be honest. I think you need to be honest. I think it has to be on both sides. Like you allow me to respond to things in ways and you don't, you don't build it up either. So it gives me the freedom to respond reactively to certain situations, especially when it's not between us. Like, which it could become between us if you, if you responded to my reaction to certain things, which you, so you allow that. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's a relationship, which means that we're all moving on it and Mm -hmm. moving and there's moving parts in it. How other people participate, how your partner participates affects how you act. So if you did, you didn't respond to certain you know, if you responded to things that I reacted to, then it would create things that probably that we don't we don't have normally. Right. So, so let's let's look at that. Have you seen? Because I I have definite thoughts on this. Have you seen any change in the way that I have responded, or the way that I approach you with things over the twenty five years? Yeah, you just come down with a big smile in the morning. That's really helpful. That's okay. amazing. That's amazingly helpful. Like just to start the day with mm-hmm. with with that, you know, 
Yeah, because I don't that. get up that easily, and I'm also always in my in my brain a lot, and yeah. so I have to be careful. It's something I chose many years ago to be careful of not being so in my head, and then coupled with waking up slowly, and then you see that first thing in the morning. So I did adopt a habit where I said, unless like we had a real situation that I would greet you each day yeah. to the best of my ability. Yeah. I mean, if we don't work it out, you'll come in oh, the, the morning. Oh, the next day? Yeah. Oh, I'm looking for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then you're not smiling. But, and that's fine too. Um, the right. uh, I think this but, is, but see, these, but are, I, these I, are, go yeah. ahead, sorry. No, but if you, if, if you said to me, you know, what have I noticed? Yeah. I mean, I, I one of the things that I've noticed is that, and, and I've gotten better at it too, which is you don't react to my sometimes verbalizing my thoughts, right? So the, <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes I'm just thinking stuff. Yeah, sometimes through, you know, throughout the day. Points throughout the day. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking stuff that I'm thinking. I just, oh, I verbalize them. And you, you say them used out loud? To, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and usually so you can hear, um, not on purpose. Maybe they're loud and you can hear or you're right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you say, so, hey, Gabby. So, and then you yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, Gabby. Um, this is what I'm thinking, you know, but, but again, you're, you're not reacting to those. I think that's come from time uh, that, that you, you know, you've, you realize that a lot of times I'm just verbalizing my thoughts and it's not my feelings because those are different. So sometimes my thoughts aren't my feelings. And and as long as we can separate those and just be yeah. like, yeah, I just was, you know, man, the, you know, yeah, there's no not, things aren't the way I, way, way Wait, I like can it I, to can be. Can I tell you something you said the other night that was really funny? <laughs> I can bring it up now because we have microphones on. It's like somehow safe, a safe space. Um, We can tell to the world. Uh, You were sitting on the couch and you were saying how much you appreciated our life and how how beautiful it was, like that we got to live in these natural spaces and our children. And then you said (laughs) the next and final thought, and it was so quiet. And you're like, even if I don't always get to ride as many waves as I was as I would like to or something like that or even if I have haven't gotten to ride as many waves and it was so funny because I was like oh that was really honest I was in the kitchen luckily yeah. so there was almost like a distance barrier yeah so at the by the time it hit my yeah, ear like a shield yeah a little yeah, bit like cutting board shield <laughs> it was just like a buffer yeah. but I remember thinking it was really sweet because you were being both right you were being thoughtful and sweet and then all of a sudden right behind that you were being incredibly honest. Um, That's sweet. To be honest, yeah. it's better. I think it's safer. Yeah. I think you know what you're dealing with when people can be honest. And actually, you've taught me that. Let, let's uh, let's talk about that for a second. You you actually are incapable of lying. I've been in many social situations with you, including where it's just the two of us. And I'm like, no, it'd be okay if you want to, you know, soft shoe that. Or and it, it's something I really admire. You don't. Um, particularly like undealt with confrontation. You try to deal with things right away. And um, you're not always interested in being diplomatic, but you are always honest. And I really... Well, there's a lot of diplomacy in being honest. And I think there's a lot of diplomacy in in getting getting the situation dealt with. I think that that, that cuts a lot of stuff out, it, it, you know, that would happen if you didn't. I think they're just things fester if you... And, and then they become things they're not, you know, and that happens all the time. I, I think things grow into things that they're not, that they're not because people don't communicate, you know, or they're communicating in a way that allows them to not actually be responsible. That's a big thing. What do you mean? Well, when people, you know, and especially the way there's a lot of the way, the way a lot of the communications happening in, in the world right now, there's not a, a lot of responsibility around the communication. So people can say things and stuff that they wouldn't do if they were sitting at a table with the person because they would they would feel probably pretty uncomfortable. Um, and they might not also want to see what the reaction of the person was too. So I think there's some things that that yeah. that it, it just seems to always work out better that way. And it's not it's not always the most fun. And it's probably not the easiest thing to do. It's probably the harder thing, but then it's easier at the end, because yeah. it's, you know, that old ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. So at the end of the day, you let things go long enough, you're not you're not going to cure it. Where if you just, and then it doesn't, like I said, grow into yeah. something that it's not. Well, and you, you also surprisingly can be very kind in your confrontation, even if it's a situation where even someone has aggressed you or things like that. So I, I always found that an interesting dichotomy of, of um, some of your practices. You know, you and I have had, you know, kind of 
a couple bumpy spots. And, um, and I think we certainly learned, like I, I said to somebody recently, I saw, I don't think you and I are that smart. I just think we do a pretty good job of learning from our mistakes. I think that is something um, that we both try to do is not make the same mistakes over and over. It's, it's called avoid injury. Is that it? Yeah, that's it's what you do in sports. <laughs> yeah, I, t- I just think like you don't avoid, need to learn that again, right? Avoid injury. Don't do that thing because that's yeah. results in something that probably isn't great. And and I think, you know, kind of early on in our relationship, we we were learning and learning how to communicate and things like that. And I wasn't particularly a great communicator. I, I didn't have a, a lot of examples of it. I was afraid. I was afraid to be vulnerable. And I've always said that you're the person who was like, okay, willing to just always put yourself out there in your friendships, in your relationships, um, in your life. And I remember we we had a rough patch and I thought, okay, Laird's sort of giving me this chance and I'll... I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to actually really say how I feel. Even if it's like, you know, some behavior or something I was having an issue with um, that I would find the way to say it. And one of the things I learned that was really important too through that process was you could have feelings and I could have feelings. And it didn't mean that that made us right. And that each person was giving the space to the other to say, I'm going to listen to your feelings. I'm not going to um, feel attacked in any way. And the person who was saying it wasn't then trying to somehow say, well, this makes it fact or right. I just need to share with you what I'm going through. And I, I felt like that was a really helpful tool to have a thing where you could have two people who, you know, you're vulnerable, you have all this stuff. And the one person isn't saying uh, that it always makes sense, but they need to get it off their chest. And it was a way of dropping things off without attacking your partner. And uh, I really ap- appreciated learning that with you. And, um, you know, we have Bella. Uh, you had already had Bella. We only got her part-time, obviously, because she was very small. And then um, eight years in, we had Reese, our middle uh, daughter, our first biological daughter. And I felt like we transitioned into that part of parenting pretty well. Do you... Do you have any insight as to why you think we we did okay well, there? Well, well, we had we had Bella in the beginning, so we were already there was less surprises, I think. That, yeah, but it's still it, different. It, no, absolutely different. But but we had some we had some insight. Mm-hmm. We had some in, some practical insight, not just insight from watching from a distance. We had, we had practical insight. So I think that 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 was a piece uh, to to that transition. I think that we were at better places, you know, maybe in our, in our growth too. I mean, mm-hmm. eight years in the relationship, you yeah. know, you're. I was in my third, early thirties. Yeah. 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 And I'm, yeah. and I'm in my, you know. Later thirties at yeah. that time. Yeah. So that, that probably was a little bit helpful as well. It was. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And somehow what I, I really have enjoyed, I didn't know I was going to enjoy having little babies so much cause I was never around them. And I, I just really enjoyed the magic of that. And, um, I still won't forget one of the things you ever said to me right when Reese was like a few days old and you were leaving to go surfing and you said, you know, I'd be worthy if I could give milk. And then you left because I was nursing her. And um, I I mean, it was very funny and it was sort of like, what are you going to, are you going to sit here and like, you know, what are you going to do right now? I've got it. And in a way you kind of, as the new mom, you almost want that quiet. You know, you don't want to, you're sort of still recovering and you're getting to know your child and it's all that. But I thought too, what was interesting is it also kind of made me realize like, we're going to go through this together, but we're also going to have very different experiences, not only as different people and maybe gender impacts that biological responsibility. And it it was really important. And I think I've always been, you know, relatively reasonable or in some ways even tough coming from athletics is that I wasn't going to expect you to have the same experience as me. Well, that was going to, that would be impossible. Yes, but I see a lot. And I'm not saying that the male can't be the, you know, the primary caregiver. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying it. And it means both ways. Yeah. Right? Like, because I see you sometimes, you always sort of joke, sort of not, like, I'm out of the loop. You know, sometimes you say stuff like that. So it's like sometimes to realize that the other person is, they're having a different experience, which you think seems easier, but maybe that's not always the case too. Yeah. Well, I I think at a certain point that you're going to have 
no matter what the situation is, you're going to have different positions. And yeah. I think that one of the positions will always be, how do I fit in? Mm. Just because the, the nature, the dynamics of bonds and connections, and y- each one of you might have that at different points right. y- at, with different children. That that will always be one of the positions of parenting, I believe, is that y- how do I fit in? Like, where do I? Where where am I? You know, of the best use. Like, where what's mm-hmm. what's yeah. how do I become the most value in the situation to help? raise the children and and it changes all the time and i think and i and i think both people i think that when a when a mother has a when a woman has a baby and you know you're breastfeeding and it's kind of clear like at that point right there like you know as yeah. the as the as the the dad you're kind of like okay well where do i fit in right now when the mm-hmm. when the girls are you know teenagers and they you know flex their muscles yeah. at their mom Dad might, yeah, be in, in a position or or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen a thousand times along the way. I remember but, but, when the girls were all about like two and three, and you were Mister, you know, you yeah, were about fun yeah. and activity. And at that point, you're you you are actually a little more tired yeah. as a mom. Yeah. And I remember being like, "Oh, awesome! Yeah, like you want your dad? Yeah, bye. Yeah, yeah. You know." And yeah. I remember really appreciating that. But I, I I just bring that up because I think it's not to be surprised, like for people not to be surprised yeah. that it's different. And yeah. one thing, and I've said this on a lot of interviews, that you what, did really, really well. What? Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's different. Going to be different along the way the whole time. The whole time, Ever. and each kid is so different, yeah. and we're different, and yeah. Is um, you used to? I used to say that one one thing you have always done really, really well, and you did e- even when I had uh, our girls, was I didn't get treated like um, a mommy. I had everything else around me to make me feel that way. I had a new child. I was nursing. I was recovering from pregnancy and childbirth and, and you know, just all of the stuff around it, like the things you're washing and just it's mommy everywhere. And I always felt like you still supported me as an individual person. And then even, even better in moments, cause I needed it like as your girl, mm. just like your girlfriend. And because I think the hardest thing for any of us, once we get into domestic environments, mothers, fathers, whatever, is when you feel not not only not seen, but forgotten or taken for granted. And I felt like you have always been really good at being intense that way. So that in fact, I needed less from you because I felt seen and I felt appreciated and just also me, the person, and not all those roles. And so I, I felt like that was a really beautiful thing that you did naturally. Well, I could say the same to you, that that you also didn't alienate me because you were, you know, exhausted and breastfeeding. You still, you know, and and, and I think it's important, again, not to take things personally, too, as, as well. It's like, yeah. hey, if yeah. if— if a mom is breastfeeding a child and you know and can't hasn't slept in weeks, yeah. don't be like, you know, how come you don't you know yeah. pay attention to me anymore right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as a guy, yeah. you know, it's like you gotta. Well, there's, it's so, the long game, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. it's having faith, but yeah. it's also at the appropriate time. Like if too much time goes by, sometimes we all need like, hey, let's talk about it. Yeah, you know, because yeah. well, I didn't want to, but I don't. I don't want to turn. You know, I I want to date you. I like you're my yeah. my my girl. I don't want to turn you into my mom. I don't want yeah. to date my mom. You know, it's like yeah, <laughs> or the ball and chain. Whatever. I just don't want it to that yeah. that dynamic. So if there's any hope to to endure, you know, a relationship, I think it's important that that we have that we keep certain dynamics, mm-hmm. which is one of them is that you yeah. are attracted to the other person. And so anything mm-hmm. you're doing that's maybe undermining that, you have to kind of think about that. You know, yeah. and I could say that about drinking at a certain point. I was like, this is going to make me unattractive after a while. Like, this, she's not going to be attracted to this, and she can only endure this so long. So do I want to be attractive to her? Then I'm going to have to do something to to do that. Um, and for I think that there's a million ways you can do that, and, and, and mm-hmm. there's a million people that have a million different ideas of what that is. But the, that's something you have to be conscious of. Like, hey, you need to have that, per, you know, you need to be, because that's what started the whole thing anyway. And that's the only thing that I think that that can allow you to truly survive it is you have to continue to have that, oh. that attraction. 
Yeah, and it's an attraction isn't like, oh, you know, they have no wrinkles. You're talking about, yeah. you know, the yeah. spirit attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the way they live, the exactly. way they their thought process. Yeah. Um well you respect you know, you gotta have respect. You have to have respect. Um that's probably our our I would say our number one. Well, that's the number one for all of them. Yeah, so that's our it's our number one. So before we actually we have the Cold Brody. War. Yeah, the Cold it's War. The Cold War. So Laird and I don't really bicker that much. And we actually don't fight that much. I mean, I don't, we're not really arguers. Um, We're so directly confrontational all the time, but in a conversational way that we sort of deal with most things. But, and Laird always says it's because. Yeah, it's a a cold war. Because we know that either side could, it'll, you know, it's going to mess you up when you, you're going to. Do do something that's going to only hurt you at the end as bad as it's going to hurt the other person, and 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 we don't, yeah, we don't need to do that. But we both are. This is an interesting point because <laughs> I think both of us separately have decided we'll take responsibility on the ways that we can contribute and enhance the yep. the relationship, the family, work, and all the things that we have together. Right. I don't feel you wagging your finger at me saying I expect this, and I certainly. No, not to tell you anything. Um, you, you know, you're very loving, but um, Hi- you know, you, hypnot- you hypnotize me in my sleep. Yeah, you're not you a person who's gonna. Be, yeah. You know, you're actually gonna go Persuaded. the other way. Yeah, yeah per- inspired maybe, yeah. but not like told what to do. I mean, I, I pull that out like what once every ten years, and I yeah. and I'm like, it's yeah. a do or die or something. Yeah. Um, fire. So both people saying, how can I serve the situation, which yeah. means the whole situation, yeah. and. Um, and then that communication. So there's this sort of willingness to bow, you know, to the situation. Cause I think we're always of service in our friendships and, and other, and not to be afraid of that. And simultaneously, it is the cold war where each person has very defined boundaries. And you and I both intuitively kind of know where those are. And so I have found that that is a really great combination of yeah, I, I want to love you and do really nice things for you and go out of my way for you and have really clear boundaries. Yeah. And I and you do that as well. And so that that's been helpful. But that and that but that also gets back to respect. Yeah. Because that's part of that. Yeah. Right? So because admiration, yeah. fear. You yeah, know. a little reverence. <laughs> hey, listen, we're not, we're, none of us are different. Like we joke yeah. about kids, threats, yeah, yeah. and bribes. It's yeah, yeah. kind of the, it's yeah. kind of the well, same. I, until we can figure it a different way, that's the, the, pretty much how the system's working. <laughs> we're so simple. Um, we think we're so fancy, but we're not. So I was in the market for a new mattress. Uh, my husband and I both, you know, it seems like you forget how long you keep your mattresses. And simultaneously, I was approached by a company called the Avocado Green Mattress. And I thought, okay, well, if I'm, you know, want to talk about this and share it with you guys. I really need to sleep on it. I checked them out. The mattresses are beautiful. I said, you know what? Can I have one of the mattresses? I've been sleeping on it for about six weeks. I personally got the avocado latex mattress. We wanted a firm mattress. And this mattress is, it looks beautiful. They deliver it to your house. And um, it's made exclusively with natural organic materials. And that means that my mattress is entirely biodegradable. And the company itself makes eco-luxury organic certified mattresses. They have a ton of different SKUs. Um, They've got some bedding in their California factory. The other amazing thing about them is that they're a B Corp. And if you know anything about this, this is one of the hardest certifications to get in business. It means you have a climate neutral certified. So you have a net zero carbon emissions. So whether it's from their farms that they co-own in India to their California factory, or how they get it to you at your house, it means that they have net zero carbon emissions. And for me, what I love about this is when you go onto their site, you can check them out at avocadogreenmattress.com. Look at all their SKUs. They have so many beautiful products, um, anything that you would need. They do have a special offer for you today sharing the mattress that I'm using, the avocado latex mattress. They will give you $200 off your mattress if you use the code Gabby Reese. But like I said, head over to avocadogreenmattress.com, look at everything that they make. And remember, this is another opportunity where we don't have to sacrifice getting what we want and we can use our dollars for good. More and more, we're hearing about blue light and how maybe, especially as you know, it gets darker out and we're trying to wind down and get ready for bed, you know, blocking some of that blue light. And you'll hear even people talk about, you know, maybe it damages your eyes or leads to digital eye strain, all kinds of things, which 
for me, the biggest thing is impacting my sleep because I feel like I can deal with the day and everything going on if I can sleep. So I'm actually wearing my Blue Blocks glasses that I got introduced to many months ago. I have, it's like a tortoise shell for sleep and I use it right now I'm working. I'm looking at copy. I'm talking to you guys, but I'm not getting impact by the bright light in my house because I finally can get my work done. My house is quiet. And so what I do is the minute the sun starts going down, I just put mine on so I can avoid the bright light in my home. I've been giving them to my daughters and that works easily because they have over 20 frames in the latest fashions and trends. They come in prescription, non-prescription, and even readers. And listen, if you have some favorite you know, frame in your house or your face is hard to fit, they can turn just about any pair of glasses into custom blue blockers. The other thing I really love about this company is it was created at a necessity. The people who created it were not happy with the stuff that was out there and the Blue Blocks products are backed by the latest science and they're made under optic laboratory conditions in Australia. And these guys are serious about what they're doing and they have a great offer for you. And you know what? This would also make a great you know, holiday gift to somebody. It's unique, it's different, and it's something that can be really useful. So if you want to check it out, go to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And if you decide to buy, just go ahead and punch in the code Gabby and you'll get 15% off and free shipping. And remember, they're all the way in Australia and they're saying, we'll give you free shipping worldwide. So remember, go to blueblocks.com, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. You decide to buy, put in the code Gabby, get your savings, give a gift and get that free shipping. Hi, I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra. My passion, calling and job is really all about blending together holistic practices with real evidence-based science to help people around the world cultivate more optimism, success, and resiliency. You won't want to miss this new podcast as you'll get to hear from elite athletes, recording artists, couples, and maybe even my toddler. So if you're into arming yourself with some new practical happiness tools, join me on Mondays for your morning optimism dose. Oh, and don't forget, things are looking up. So before we have Brody, our third and final daughter, yeah. you did stop uh, drinking alcohol. And I think it's, it did um, sort of run its course. Quite frankly, I, I kind of thought, yeah, because, I, I, you know, again, you're not a person to go, hey, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's working so good. And then you decided that you were not going to do that anymore. And I, I, I often say that that's one of the things I admire the most about you. Because I don't know that I battle that, but that was one of the things that, um, you know, you decided to do on your own. Because anybody who knows any of those dynamics, you don't tell people that have to stop. You either say, hey, I love you and I support you. And is there a way we can help you? Or they say, oh, I think I'm, I'm good. How has that been for you? It's been more than 13 years now. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great. It was probably, I mean, I would say it's one of the, you know, big, big uh, decisions in my life that had the biggest impact. You know, there's certain things that I did. You're one of them. That's one of them. You mm -hmm. know, that's, that's a, that's a, and I wouldn't put you in the same, I, in, the okay. same in, the, in, in the same, in the same category, but, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's been only enhancement to, everything and and I think uh, 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 the biggest piece to it is really just that and like my mom you know one of my mom's favorite sayings is if you can't be true to yourself you can't be true to anyone else and so I it's really about that at the end of the day it's like if you're not if you can't tell yourself to not do something or do something and follow through that then how, how would you ever expect to do that for it to anybody else mm -hmm. like how would you even think you'd have a chance you, you could if you can't follow your own advice or your own and so i think that that you build some confidence you know you can see you can make that kind of decision and be like okay you know i, I understand that the, the 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 difficulties that 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 situation can bring but it's you decide yeah. make a decision and and uh and so that was you know and then that's good and then I'll, and then a bunch of other benefits which is you know, health and sure. happiness and, you know, yeah, you relationships and you just all that other you stuff. That's, your life. Yeah. But it is hard because when you make yeah. a change like that, there will be certain people who don't stay around anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, um, and I- Well, you I would, lose, and that was a big part. I think and that's one of the pressures in the, initially was the transition, like, yeah, am I going to lose, you know, a bunch of my buddies? Yeah. Like I got a bunch of guy friends mm. that I, 
you know, that we bond that way. And, yeah. you know, am I going to, and, uh, and then I thought, ah, no, you're not going to. And then I realized, no, oh, you will. You might. You will. And yeah. and that's all, I mean, that's all part of, uh, that's all part of it. Actually, that's part of, that's part of the, the pressure that that brings to make it difficult. So mm-hmm. when you look at, oh, people go, oh yeah, hard, you know, it's, that's a difficult thing to just, to just, uh, for, I mean, that's just one example of that particular, you know, of drinking. You could say that's one of the big pieces to it, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, is is that whole that whole piece, friends and yeah, that that's a form in. of a lifestyle, actually. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it has been interesting uh, to witness you because what I appreciate is you have a couple of passions in your life. One is is pretty known. It's it's the pursuit of wave riding. Um, and I won't define what that is. And uh, I think your family and, you know, your health and uh, and things like that. You know, I think being in a time of COVID where people feel like they are in a holding pattern right now. And I, and I, I really, you know, sort of wish or want to send extra love and support to young people who haven't had the opportunity to pick up momentum yet. And they're in this place to be kind to themselves right now. Because this is a place of holding and keeping it together. This is not a time necessarily of big expansion. Yeah. You weirdly live in some ways like this all the time in a different way, which is you're a lot of times waiting, waiting for waves a lot. And I wonder, besides that you don't, it's not like you don't have a choice, but what is the techniques or what are the, what's the self-talk that you, you're so dedicated to this that I see the kind of suffering that surfers or mountain people reliant upon weather have to go through. Um, and I know you've gotten better at it over the years, but you know what is, what is that like? Because I think it almost translates in different ways to what people are experiencing right now. Well, there's no doubt that that there's a trend. You know, there's a comparison to just. I mean, when you're in, when you're on on hold, you know, and and but yet somehow you need to be stay sharp and be prepared. I mean, it's really that's that's such a you know dichotomy. It's like okay, well, you know, be ready and be and you know be ready to react and everything, and again, don't and then just be and wait. <laughs> you know, be be ready to react and wait. Be ready, you know, it's like that. Those those two. You know, I, I mean, I think that that some of the some of the uh, the experiences that I've had in my life from waiting, those have been rewarding and those have given me a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, the times you've been patient, the times you've waited correctly, going about waiting correctly. I think that's a big piece of it too. What do you like, mean? Well, not drinking, for example, as using, mm. as using, or don't use any, don't have crutches that you're, I mean, I have crutches, but they're, you know, it's espresso and and swimming weights in the deep end of a pool and sit in an ice tub, you know, and riding mountains with weight jackets. And I mean, I, I just, I have techniques that I use that I'm fortunate to be able to use and do. Um, and, and, and so, and so but in a way- it takes effort. Yeah. I and and you need to stay busy. You, you need to stay busy. You need to, for, you need to be busy while you Productive wait. busy, yeah. not yeah. just busy, busy. Yeah. Because you have a thing yeah. against busy, busy. Yeah. I do. You're talking about things that ultimately in the waiting support you in some way or capacity so that when it is time, like, okay, we're out or yeah. the waves yeah. are here, we're yeah. all ready to roll. Yeah. Well, towards your towards your objective. Yeah. So you need to be, I mean, because at the end, you're really not ever waiting, right? So in a, And so in a way, it's like you're waiting, you think you're waiting, but you're not waiting. It's just, this is actually just... Uh, preparation before it comes and what's the pace, what's the speed, you know, we, we're, we're only relating to the speeds that we're used to. And, and then you get into time from, you know, like earthly time and stuff's not, you know, stuff doesn't move and ever in, in our, our lifetime. Life. So you're like, and stuff's and, and, and then you get into other speeds that things are going so quick that, you know, a second's a thousand years or whatever, you know what I mean? So that, so we have, we have that. And, and, uh, and then we have that, that's part of what we are too, right? We're part of that kind of mixture of both of those things, which is, you know, everything's happening and nothing's happening and it takes forever, but yet it's already over and all that. So you just, so and I think that, uh, I think that 
that if you're trying to, you know, work towards your objective, I mean, I, I will also say that, you know, the ocean, I have the ocean, but uh, as one of my objectives, it gives me a real, a real, you know, defined bearing. Like I have a bearing that I, that I can, that helps me uh, in my journey because I keep coming back to it. But being a, a father is a piece of that too. Because for me, I, f- I feel like the real, the real event here, in my opinion, is what kind of person are you going to be at the end? Mm. And what did you do? And it's going to mean you did some feats over here and some other feats over there and some other feats over there, which some of these feats are not, you know, mine might be I survived, you know, three daughters or something. I mean, that'll be one of the things like, yeah, okay, survived three daughters. Like, wow, that was, you know, um, without such and such or, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So you, so I just look at it like there's also that bigger game, like what's the mm-hmm. big, the bigger game and it's in, and so part of it's that. So part of it's those, you know, there's a, I mean, there's a lot to do. And and even when we can't do anything, there's a lot to do. There's a lot, there's just, there's no, there's no end to doing. And, and, uh, but, you, but you, it's helpful to have a, have a bearing. It's helpful to have an objective. Like yeah. what's your objective? If your objective is to continue to evolve, like yeah. to continue, continue to learn, continue to try to be a better you know, be better, whatever that looks like in yeah. all, all aspects or, or just change. How about not even be better? Just continue to change. And sometimes it might change into something that's not better, but at least it was, it, it, it was moving. So I think that's, you know, I think that's some of it. I think yeah. that, that, that's some of it, but using past experiences and past successes as an example to help get you through knowing like you've had these long stenches where nothing happened and and then, you know, and then, and then everything happens in a short period of time. And you're like, you forget quickly how bad it was. You were waiting for a year and it took a week for everything to happen. You're like, well, I just waited for a whole year, but everything happened in one week. And so I think it's, it's important to, to, to use that. And then, you know, I, I think there's something to be said about, you know, when it all happens, don't be too overjoyous because you'll be back to the holding pattern again. When it's in the holding pattern, don't be so depressed because, it, you know, it's coming around. So just it, because if you do get distracted in either one of those situations, you won't be able to survive the other one. So right. it's it's part of it's that part of it's, you know, if I get de- if I get depressed or, or, or should I say if I get distracted in the waiting, then maybe I won't actually be in a position to take advantage of the thing that I was waiting for, which mm-hmm. then you, then we start to have issues, right? Then right. we start to, so um, I think it's a combination of, you know, of, of, of all of that. And, yeah. and, uh, and you're very forthcoming when like, it's hard on you. Like you don't hide from it. You just kind of live in it, act in it. And you used to say to me, cause Early on in our marriage, right, I would get sensitive and be like, I would think, oh, if Laird loved me more, he wouldn't be moody or whatever. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Yeah, okay. I know. You know, I was 25. What do you want? And you used to say to me, like, just like, just let me be in it by the time, because if you get in it, by the time you're in it and you're deep in it, then I'm already out of it and through (laughs) it, and then you're left in it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, that's your thing over there. I'm here when you come out. And, um, but I think I think that's a big piece to to uh, the success of our relationship is that, well, that we've all that first of all, again we talk about this. You and I talk about this all the time. Uh, we've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it in the future. <laughs> I'm going to go over here and I'm going to do what it takes for me to get happy. You go over there and you do what you need to do to get happy, and we'll come back together mm. as as happy or or you know maybe that word's not right. Maybe no. as content, as fulfilled, as inspired people. And then we'll be like, yo, hey, how's it going? Good. And then we can be together in that, in that as well. And then we can do things together that inspire us and, and, and motivate us. And, and, but somewhere at the end, you're, you know, you're, you come out alone. Even when you come out with, you know, a bunch of brothers that look like you, you still come out individually. Like there's still a certain amount of aloneness that you're going to just always have that you're, you know, that unless they wire your, brain to something that knows what you're thinking, which you, I don't even want to go there. But th- the truth is, is that, you know, you got to get okay with that. You got to mm-hmm. get okay with your, with you. And then, and then you can be okay with other people because if you, if you're not okay, you can't, uh, what game is that? You're going to go be okay with somebody else, but you can't even no. handle it yourself. That's, that's a impossible task. I think that's maybe also part of the reason that somehow we've managed to keep uh, our, 
our, our sort of individuality within mm-hmm. the autonomy within this comp, you know, we family dynamics are complex. You know, we're, we're partners, we're lovers, we're parents together. And, uh, and then, you know, the girls and it, then we're business partners and it's it's all these things. So I think that that's always been something really interesting because it it it's it could be easy to get folded up into another person's life. Mm. It just is. Yep. Um, and the more someone is focused on their their north star and they have like a real clear idea of some of their passions, it's even easier uh, to get swept up in that. And so yeah. and that's that sort of ebbed and flows over the years. Like you know when having kids and stuff, I would sometimes feel more folded into your life and what you were doing. And and then I realized that, oh no, in this moment too, we are a unit and we are together. And so what is good for Laird and uh, progress for him is still also progress for the for the whole collective. And, and at times that was super uncomfortable for me. Being yeah. independent and stuff, I was always like, oh yeah, no. Yeah, well, but when we initially met, I, I kind of folded into your life too. Yes. So at a certain point, I think, uh, and you said it earlier, and an, an, an important piece is that me, my desire to go ride waves or my desire that I'm not happy about not riding waves, none of those are against you, right? And so yes. you don't take that personally. And so, and and I think it's important on my side, like not every guy can handle being with a woman that that's, independent and doesn't need them. They don't, they're like, eh, you yeah. know, I need you, I need, I need the dynamic where I need to be needed yeah. to make the, the, the structure work for them. And I, and I, and I, so I think it's, you know, in our situation, I'm, I'm supportive to your mission, whatever you decide that is. Yeah. And it's not against me, you know? And I think that that's something that, that, you know, my desire to ride waves and, and search them out and look and be, you know, fanatical about it has, isn't against you. No. You know, so. Or the family. Yeah, exactly. But I will couple back with saying, but then also when you're present, you're present, which yeah. makes the other side a lot easier. Yeah. So I think that that's a really important piece for people is when you like are connecting or communicating, not every second, but when you're together, try, you know, try to pay attention and make the other person feel heard, seen, you know, kind yeah. of, kind of. Well, it doesn't. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't take much to to no, it make people feel appreciated. No, it doesn't. No. It's actually really pretty simple. It is. Yeah. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Is one of the ways. Yeah, that's you know. a good one. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Sometimes I think you're such a ninja about that. Like when I put dinner down, you're like, "Thank you for the beautiful meal." I'm like, "Oh, brother, look at him," because then I'm like, "Oh, what can I do?" You know, the yeah. next time. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's it's a selfish thing. I I just want to get fed again. I know. Smart, it's brilliant. Um, whatever it takes. Thank you. <laughs> it's like I tell the kids, like you know, just fool me. I don't care. Pretend, yeah, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, you but know, there's something to be said about that too, as because if you, yeah, yeah. I mean, if for the good, if you treat it like a duck all the time, it might think it's a duck. <laughs> you know, pretty soon it's like that. Wow, it's a duck. <laughs> so the other day we had a scenario um, that was is very uh, true to our relationship, which was um, typically we try to train in the morning. Sometimes together, yep. sometimes not. Yep. People, I, I can't really keep up with you. Let's face it. People have asked me that for years. Like, do you compete with Laird? I'm like, yeah, no, I don't compete with Laird. Um, but maybe it's we're together or not. And and then typically sort of by 10 a.m., 11, it sort of becomes like emails and grinding and those kinds of details, girls coming and going. You know, you're getting ready for your season. <clears throat> maybe that's equipment getting ready. And, and we have taken on to our strengths and our personalities sort of certain duties, naturally. Nobody's keeping track of the other, telling them. We just have naturally said, oh, I think I do that pretty good. I'm going to step in and so forth. And and um, so then the other day you invited me to lunch. And I was like, oh my God, lunch. Like, I got emails, I got details, I got stuff, you know. And you're like, come on, come on, come to lunch with me. Come to lunch, you know, have lunch. And you're really patient with me about this because I usually say no lately. Yeah. Yep. And um, you invite me to go in the sauna, do things. And I'm like, yeah, no, because I'm like busy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're busy. And you're patient. And so I went. Then we came home. And then it was like the list. And I maybe mumbled under my breath something about not going to lunch. And then what What? Yeah. What was your reaction? I shouldn't have gone to lunch. I, You know, I could have done so many more things. <laughs> and what was your reaction? <laughs> I'm like, is this, is this what our life is? Just doing things. And then we just have all these little 
details that we're doing and we wake up, we do the details all day long and until, and then at the end, that's what we did. That's what, that was our life, like doing details and then life ends. And we're like, wow, I had a life filled with doing details. Awesome. <laughs> well, when you said that, you know, you're like, you sat with me. We yeah. we had a nice lunch. Yeah. It didn't take that long. No, it didn't. We did it. Uh, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I need this in my life. And I realized that, and I've said this a lot, I've dra- I draft behind you because you do have a lot of energy and an unusual amount of energy. And I'm, on the t- why I keep going is I just, I'm drafting behind you. But also your clarity about what's truly important. And I think it is because of your time in nature and growing up in Hawaii. And I'm much more susceptible to white noise and being bogged down that um, you continue to pull me to the other direction. And I, I really am grateful to you for that. Well, I'm thankful that you, every once in a while you give in. I mean, you know, it's like, I think if you just chip away at the rock long enough, eventually one, you don't know which one, but one of those strikes is the things that's going to crack open. So you just keep yeah. hitting it. <laughs> you don't want me to get too loosey-goosey, Laird. Well, You'd be like, let's see that first. And then we could say, hey, that's a little loosey-goosey, but we're not even, we're so remotely, <laughs> we're so far from that. From loosey-goosey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I do want to get loosey-goosey, but um, is there- And I can't wait to see what that looks like according to you, <laughs> like your, your definition of it, because of course, everyone has a different definition of, you know, not taking care of details or not doing things. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. What about uh, living with a house full of women? How's that? How's that? Um, well, you know, you know, we were talking earlier. We were talking about you know being right, like okay, hey, being right. Mm-hmm. And I always, I what I've realized, or one of the things I've realized, or begin to realize, or however I can say it, that means I still haven't, I still don't know, but is that you can never be right if you don't understand. Mm-hmm. So if you realize that you really, sometimes you just don't understand. So then how is there, how do, how can you be right? Like it's difficult to be right if you don't understand. In fact, it's impossible. So right away, you're not going to be right because you don't understand. So, mm-hmm. and, and there's some things that you're never going to understand. And I think that I've been, that's, you know, that's what I, I think, I think it's important. I mean, I think it's important to know that. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to learn that, but I think it's, a little bit like weight training, you know, if you stop, you lose the ability to do it. So mm-hmm. I think it's more like an ongoing, <laughs> it's ongoing, you yeah. know, like it's an ongoing skill where you just, you kind of have to do it all the time to really be able to do it mm-hmm. somewhat well, I would yeah. say, you know. So we're all going to go somewhere and um, we're all getting ready. And what are you, what are you doing? Right now? No. Like well, I'm yeah, I'm just I'm on standby. I'm just there. I'm I'm like I'm ready. I'm what's, ready. What's your move though? Like when we have to actually go somewhere and uh Well, I'll just go in the car and you know, start the car, maybe rev it a little loud, like you, do rev it. you know, like rev the car, be in the car, put something on in the car that I that could go for five minutes or twenty-five minutes. Um and be okay with whenever whenever they decide that they would like to leave and they're going to be in the car and we're going to go and, you know, nothing's been forgotten and it's all good. I mean, it's, I, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, yeah, it's an ongoing skill. I'm, I'm, I'm You're working. It. I'm working at it. It's amazing. It's an amazing thing. I think it's, uh, it's part of, uh, it's like part of becoming a samurai, you know, yep. like yep. you want to be a samurai. Yeah. You're going to have to, un- you're going to have to learn how to, to not fully ever understand certain things and be and be a really good at that and mm-hmm. be good with that and I think that's that's how I, I I look at it all like part of that and you know some days get thicker than other ones but it's it's you know it's all it's if I get one little you know when I get little little moments of gold little you know little shiny light somewhere along the the path it, it just makes it all it's like okay cool good it's not all in vain so <laughs> well it's not Laird and and uh you know just to wrap it up I, I have to say that I have grown increasingly more grateful for you over the years not less because mm. to find someone that you can kind of try to dance with and communicate and 
and grow separately and together with, I think is is really fortunate. So I I just really appreciate you and I and I have to say that I I really enjoy like you're you're a lot of work, I'm not gonna lie. Like you are not like a, you know, guy yeah. that's like sitting over there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I mean, cause because you know how much that would interest you. Yes, I know. You'd, you'd, be, you'd be Yeah, you're keeping you'd be, on I mean, my toes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Without Well, I mean the, the thing is is I'd like to say it's this no, I know. Super duper plan that I have in order to keep you interested. It wouldn't work. The truth is, it wouldn't work. I, I have no idea myself where it's, where what I'm doing, where I'm going. So yeah. so it's easy f- to convince you that you know I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So it keeps you. Yeah, it keeps you. Keeps you. Well, and you keep me sharp. You you keep me. You know, if you drop the drop down for a second at all, don't worry. You got you know you got some backup. Right oh, the now. girls, I oh, know, yeah. right? They come, they Don't come. talk to mom like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always like, uh-huh. Yeah. And then yeah. I can see her look like, seriously? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have the time that we're going to have when they decide that they, you know, can live at their own houses and stuff. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be like, wow, I got some extra patience. I got some extra time. I mean, here we go. This is going to be incredible. Some extra wattage. Yeah. So because we honor that people can all do it so differently. Mm. It's the only way. It's the only way. Is there anything though that you want to share before we we get off? I want to share, you know, I I don't think people realize how rare it is when you find somebody you like. I think that's more rare than we think. And, uh, but I think you have to like yourself. I think you have to figure out how to like yourself. And, and if you don't like yourself, it's going to be very difficult to like anybody Mm -hmm. truly. And, and, and so I, 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 you know, I say, try to figure out how to like yourself. Mm -hmm. And and part of that is doing things you like, I think that's a piece of it. I think it's hard to like yourself if you're not doing anything that you like. But then the piece of it is what do you, you got to look for what you like. So I think that's there's right. something to be, I think there's something in all of that that's that's important to, to, to find the things you like, do the things you like, and then you might be likable and then you might actually be able to like somebody else. And yeah. there's, there's, you know. And I think it is helpful if somebody, let's say it isn't like you found a passion very early in life. And I would say for me, you know, 17 or so, 18, that's pretty early. Is if you don't know, also incorporate a little bit of service. Mm. Because I do believe that when you have that element and, you know, everyone talks about how that is the only way really to feel happy. Oh, yes. Is to be of service. Yeah, of service is, to your partner, of service to your kids, of yeah. service to your friends, of service to your community. Something Just, yeah. that, you're, that you'll find or it. Or all of them. Exactly, yeah. and you'll find it. Yeah. And you're not doing anyone a favor. You're actually doing it for yourself. You are. So it's selfish. I call it the selfish act of giving. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, so one last thing. You, you, you always talk about the grass and everyone thinking the grass is greener. Yeah. And you, you have said to me for many years. It's all time, grass. It's all grass. It's all grass. You're going to have to deal with it. So I think that the sooner that we can embrace, you know, embrace the, you're going to, there's just no way around it, right? I mean, we're, we're, until they figure out something else, I mean, there's eating, there's sleeping, there's, you know, there's working out, there's, you know, community, there's work, there's, you know, there's all that stuff. And that stuff's not leaving. Like, it's not going to just, Vanish. And I think the sooner we can, we can, uh, you know, I mean, and listen, I can, it's easy for me to say, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, I, I can, you know, say that I've been blessed and I'm fortunate to and do th- the thing that I love mm-hmm. uh, as, as the thing that's, you know, helped me uh, provide for my family and all of those things. And, um, you know, I, I know that that's a, but there's still, no matter what, there's still amount of effort and work. You know, Mr. Wildman, who's in, who's passed away, who I always, you know, enjoyed being around and kind of absorbing some of his, his you know, wildness. There's just no way around it. It takes the effort. And he would, he would, he always used to talk about, you know, he plays harder than people, you know, he takes the thing that made him successful. Mm-hmm. He put it. He put it into play. But he'll play harder than people work. 
Yeah. Like he'd be, he'd work harder in play than he would in people in that people would do in work. And then they're wondering why their work is not so fruitful. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, put some energy, energy to so it. But, energy into your patch of grass. Yeah. Well, and all, and then always it's like the wild women say, it's better to be lucky than good. So it's great, but we need, you know, yeah, we, we don't mind the, we don't mind the fairy dust as they say. So. Well, I'll, uh, I know it's a few days, but happy anniversary. And um, yeah, I uh, I appreciate, you know, that you, um, <laughs> that you helped me out uh, from the beginning that you made our anniversary on the day that we met mm. and the day we got married. So you were like, you're, you knew you're like, I'll make this, this Cro-Magnum man remember. I know how to do it. I'll just make it on the day. That was the day that was the day. So yeah. if you, if you can't, you know handle that and <laughs> and the, and you get thanksgiving to warn you so you get <laughs> that's right you get always a little a bow shot like it's coming i know it's, it's like coming. in the next two it's three coming. days it's coming it's coming and i'm thank you for that and amongst a list a plethora of things thanks happy thanksgiving and most of all happy anniversary Thanks so much for listening. And if you'd like, rate, subscribe, and leave us a review. All of my music was graciously done by Frank Zumo and Tom Thacker. If you want to see some of the behind the scenes action, just follow me at Gabby Reese. And remember, don't miss new episodes every Monday. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.